0: Hey guys, it is Kathy coming at you from the tower, and it has been a long time since I talked to you. Um, In fact, it's been two weeks because I had a pretty miserable um, bout with bronchitis and asthma and, well, apparently every little thing that can go wrong with your lung, um, it kind of just bombarded me and and uh, knocked me out for uh, for a couple of weeks. But I'm back. Otherwise, you can tell my voice is a little bit off. So, uh, But it did give me a chance to think about a bunch of subjects that I want us to cover on upcoming Tales from the Tower. And as I have been saying to you guys, I really want this to be a mix of a lot of different types of Uh, stories and a lot of different types of interacting. So in addition to this little mini podcast that we're doing uh, this week so that I hit um, my Tuesday, we are also going to do something called The Origins. And The Origins are the origin stories of the paranormalists that work here at um, Paranormal Tower. And each of them are going to tell the story of what Kind of put them on this path to being uh, paranormalists—people who are who, you know, do this not just as a hobby, a little bit more than a hobby. And I'll tell mine. Um, I have a few, uh, and it's funny. I'm I'm getting older, but I'm. I always said that I didn't have a like a specific aha kind of. Moment and um, as I was retelling some old family stories, I kind of noticed that there was this intersectionality of, of these stories, and that um, maybe I do have an origin story that, that is kind of the moment where it all clicked on for me. One of the criticisms that I got from somebody who's been listening to the podcast is that they wanted the paranormal a little bit faster. That I'm kind of doing a little bit of yapping. Um, And I apologize for those of you who who want that. Um, I will start denoting the podcasts that are more um, chatty. And we'll be calling them little different things so you'll know. But I hope you listen to all of them because I think it gives you a good idea of who we are totally. And also... I think it's fun. Um, So I do have a prepared story that I'm working on the uh, ending to that's actually um, part of a series about haunted paintings, Um, and I will be dropping that next week. Uh, I'm going to start with the um, Crying Boy paintings, Um, and I guarantee you... Some of you guys had this painting hanging in your house, um, and i 'm going to go to the through the the um, theodosia burr um, story and um, and then I have a surprise for you guys that i 'm super super excited about, um, in addition to the haunted paintings i 've come up with a bunch of subjects that are that are really great historical ones, but also really important. And people don't talk about them anymore because they're not digital. It's not about video, but this week I wanted to recap for you something that happened here on Friday night. And that would be Friday the 6th. We, um, we had had a run of kind of exciting tours in the museum uh, for about two weeks where customers and visitors were saying that they were having these big, um, to some of them I think frightening, experiences. And they were reaching out to us afterwards just to say, hey, you know, this happened and I'm a little bit weirded out by it. Has anyone else ever reported this? or I just thought you should know that this is what happened. Or, hey, my kid is super scared. What am I supposed to do now? Um, and a lot of times they mention it before they leave, but sometimes they don't. And we had about, you know, usually we'll get one or two of those uh, a month, and we had about six in in a ten day period. And I reached out to my tour guides and I said, hey, has anything unusual been going on? And both of them got back to me and said, yeah, you know, it's been really active. Um, People have been saying that they're having experiences. We've been feeling watched or we've heard noises. Um, And the noises thing is very consistent here. It's, you know, I'm I'm sitting here now and it's it's eight o'clock at night and I can hear something kind of, sounds like it's moving around. Um, But, you know, you kind of grain of salt that you just take it with a grain of salt and, um, and you get used to it. But, we had gone the whole summer without really investigating the location. And I don't, I don't know that we ever really did a full investigation of it anyway. And so what we decided to do was on Friday, all of us could be together, and we decided to do it as a collective group. Finally, as, as a team, without the public involved, without there being you know a secondary uh, reason to do it, um, we just decided we were going to investigate the whole building. Not just the museum, but the whole building. And I have to say, I think it was a pretty eye-opening experience. We had we had a lot of interaction. We had a lot of um, visual stuff that we saw. But we also got a ton of hits on the SLS camera. <clears throat> now, I go back and forth on that. But when you see it, and you see it right in front of your own eyes, it's really, really compelling. So one of the things that I've decided to do And if you are a paranormal investigator or part of a paranormal group, I'm just going to say, watch this space. I have decided that we're going to um, have a contest. And the contest is going to be open to any paranormal group that is out there in the United States. And it's for an overnight investigation of the Paranormal Museum. Now, I built this place with the idea that people would be investigating it or that people would at least be investigators. And so one of the things that's always frustrating when you go to investigate a place is that there's rarely amenities that a person just needs. And you always kinda of have to figure out, you know, where are the porta potties or um how am I going to you know, I have to I have to be finished here by five o'clock in the morning and if I go back to a hotel room I I gotta check out at ten and and you know, we've kind of worked around that stuff here to build something that I think is Designed for the unique needs of uh, paranormal investigators. And so All you're going to have to do is send me in a 30-second, 60-second, 90-second, five-minute clip of why your team should be the one to investigate the Paranormal Museum. And you can do with that clip whatever you want. Um, And we'll put it up on our website, and we'll put it up on our Facebook page, and all of our social media, and people can vote. And whoever gets the most vote, I will have nothing to do with it. Uh, Whoever gets the most votes wins the overnight investigation at the Paranormal Museum. I will tell you, I've investigated all over the world, and the experiences that we have here, I put it up against anything. Um, And I don't think that it's necessarily about whether it's scary. It's, It's about just the amount of activity that, that we have. It's, it's really uncanny. Um, so I know this isn't a full podcast for you guys, but I hope you stick with us because we've got some fun stuff coming in the next couple of weeks. And I have some really, really great stories that are going to be coming out. Um, and I have a new artifact that I'm super excited about that I haven't told anyone about yet. Um, and you guys will be the first to know. And, um, it's going to actually be part of our, our series as well. So uh, thanks for sticking with us. Um, I'm already losing my voice, but I will talk to you guys again. And have a great week. And I will, um, I'll catch you on the next Paranormal Tales from the Tower.